Welcome to Coffee Break here on the Fire Dog Podcast. I had a chance to sit down and catch up with Christian Jacobs, where we talked over the importance and usage of data in the fire service. Christian, welcome. I've heard so much about you from a couple of other folks that uh, speak very highly about you, and we, we couldn't wait to have you on here. I know that there are many things we could talk to you about, but I'm here to talk to you today about data and the role it plays in Air Force fire protection. And I hear you've got some kind of mean skills when it comes to data. Well, uh, thanks, Ben, for having me. And uh, I'm glad to be here. Um, But I don't know that I've got mean skills, but I I know some stuff and and I try and share some stuff with folks uh, as I run into them and as questions come up. But uh, but yeah, uh, I started playing this game with uh, pulling data out of ACES, pulling data out of the FES IMS uh, back in the mid 2000s. Uh, when I got challenged to better track our training. And that kind of started me on that process, and it's grown since as accreditation has grown, and I've become affiliated with different departments that uh, do accreditation. So how many departments have you been on? I I saw with the info that we talked about before the show, uh, you said you're actually never an active duty firefighter. Um, You you were active duty, but you came in with a different uh, career field. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was never active duty Air Force. Uh, I took the load the road less traveled, and um, started out as an Army dude. Uh, did the active duty thing, got out, started volunteering at my local volunteer department. Got picked up with them as a uh, uh, pseudo part time. Yeah, you can occasionally cover one of our paid guys from vacation type. Uh, scenario. And from there, uh, I got hired in Shriver in 2000, Chief John Harris, who's now retired. And that's uh, the same John Harris that was at McCord, right? It, it is, was. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He retired out of McCord. He was my chief there. So uh, great guy. Uh, big in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Big, very big in the gym. Yeah. And now you are the AC prevention at. Grissom Air Reserve Base, just okay. outside of Peru, Indiana. Okay. Good place. Highly Great place. recommended. It's quiet. Very quiet. I like quiet. At this point in my career, I like quiet. Uh, yep. Sleep through the night, and that's very nice. Uh, coming from uh, Joint Base Langley-Eustis, where we would uh, run about 1,500 to 2,000 calls a year, it's very nice to come here and run only 500. Yeah, absolutely. And and those calls, you know, the the different amounts of calls that you run between, say, Langley and, and there, um, all come down to numbers, right? And 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 that's kind of your your thing. It does. It it does. It all comes down to numbers. Uh uh whether you know uh if you're gonna have if it's Wednesday or or in our case today it's Thursday. Thursday, what are my odds that I'm going to have an IFE today versus yesterday versus tomorrow? Um, And being able to track historical data and say, okay, yes, the the odds are very good that today's Thursday and I'll have an IFE today or today is Thursday and we will have a fire alarm today or a structure fire today. And being able to accurately predict 
future events based on historical data. So you mentioned that, you know, you started in dispatch and I think dispatch is probably a great place to start getting an itch for numbers and starting to really see how those numbers interact with fire emergencies and and other types of emergencies that we go on. But how did you really get started in the accreditation, uh, data collection, data analysis business? Uh, All of that actually started while I was stationed at the academy in the mid-2000s. I worked for Chief Ernst Piercy and uh, Chief uh, Ken Helgerson, and they introduced me to accreditation. At the time, I really didn't have a clue what I was getting into, but I was an EMS guy. And so that's how I started getting into uh, what accreditation was, how it worked, uh, what the benefits of that were, and the 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 bigger much bigger picture the hundred thousand foot level view of, of why any of that was important uh, and it just grew from there and then kind of got a life of its own of well I know I can get training data out of here I know I can get response data out of here what else can I get out of here and how far how deep does this rabbit hole go and uh, I can tell you I still haven't hit bottom <laughs> yeah. Every day. I mean, the latest thing is is COVID now. Uh, If you haven't heard, uh, COVID is tracked through ENFERS, the ENFERS section of the data uh, of the uh, FES IMS. And that's being reported to uh, Naval Safety Center and the uh, uh, United States Fire Administration. And so since we're putting that information in, I said, well, uh, I want to I want to know how we're doing on reporting. I want to know what kinds of things we're talking about, what kinds of things we're submitting. And so I dove deep into it that day and and managed to find that. And so, yeah, every day it's something new. It's something different. It's, hey, can I measure this? Can I measure that? Can I compare these two things? How does it work out? Does it change over time? All of that stuff. All that stuff hugely important. Now, now, when you first started looking compared to today, have you noticed kind of a uh, any kind of improvement on how we collect data, how we look at data, analyze it, uh, the different types of data that we're we're looking at? I can tell you, it's changed a lot over the years. Um, this is my third accredited agency, uh, and looking back fifteen years ago when I started this process. The types of things that we're measuring, the kinds of measurements that we're making, and the accuracy of those measurements is is improved significantly. But like anything else, it's a garbage in, garbage out system. If you're not taking the time to put good information in on the front side, whatever you're pulling out on the other side is not going to be any better. It doesn't improve going through the machine. Yeah. I I love that garbage in, garbage out uh, saying I heard that. I used to be a computer science major back in college. And, uh, you know, that that was one of the phrases they used to kind of help you understand that what you put into a machine is as good as it's going to get on the other side. You know, absolutely. Now, you built a tool to help kind of analyze the data. Is that what I understand? Uh, I've actually built several and uh, I'm actually on about the 10th different version of that. Uh, when I was at Joint Base Langley, Eustis. Uh, my boss then challenged me to build something that was firefighter proof. 
That was the way he put it. Build something as firefighter proof that the Joe Snuffy fireman that does not know anything about data, does it, knows very little about ACEs, can take this, plug it in, and make it work. Well, and, and when you're talking about data, too, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, I, I should clarify what data are we talking about? Like, what kind of data? You say firefighter proof. Well, if you walk up to me as a firefighter and say, hey, I need you to put all this data in the system, I'm going to go, what? But it's all it's already stuff we know and we do, right? It is. It is. But if nobody's writing it down and nobody's keeping track of it, then there's no way to go back and measure it. But it's it's everything. I mean, so it's call response time. It's how many people were on the truck. It's how long the, you know, took you to turn out. It's um, what kind of uh, fire emergencies you went to, different things like that, right? Or is there more? Is it is it deeper? It, it's all of that and then some. It's all of that and then some. Where we're going, how long it takes us to get there, how long it takes us to put X number of individuals on scene, uh, the day of the week, the time of the day, the correlation between those two items, the correlation of those two items as compared to uh, a third risk item, which is now the the newest, latest, greatest thing, uh, the tri-axis risk model, um, how all of these things kind of play together and how changing one variable impacts the other. So, so are all of these, these data points, we're, we're already collecting them in FES IMS, is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So we're, you know, the crew chiefs and the, and the assistant chiefs, they're the ones really, you know, putting in the data that, that someone will then on the other side have to work with. So is your tool part of FES IMS or the management tool, or is it a completely separate program? It's completely separate deal. Uh, that was part of the challenge when I first started this process 10 years ago was to make something that would be standalone, that would be somewhat bomb proof and, uh, independent of the system so that if, if we could not talk to the system for a little while, we would still be able to go back and look at historical stuff. And obviously it would eventually have to catch up, but, uh, but yes, it's independent. It's based on Excel, which everybody's government computer has Excel on it. Uh, it's, so it's everywhere and anywhere. Uh, it works offline, works online with internet connection, without internet connection, all it just works. And, and so that's where I started. So I can pretty easily see how, you know, someone at the strategic level or the, even the, the station management level, you know, the fire chief and deputy can, can use these tools to their advantage to maybe make improvements in their department. But what does that mean for the firefighter listening today that the staffs aren't the GS7 that's that's working out there doing the job. What does that mean to them, and and what kind of role do they have in the process? What it means to the average firefighter online is that everything that they do matters. It's the reinforcement of the fact that everything that they do matters. Everything they do counts. So the uh, the time it takes them to react to that alarm and get on the truck is turnout time. That, that time is measured and, and that measurement is compared over time, compared over, uh, I personally compare it by apparatus assignment. So I know that if this apparatus or that apparatus 
is continually running late, then uh, on a turnout, and I know, okay, there's some kind of an issue. There's some issue making it so that this engine company or that truck company is turning out slower now for some reason. And so you, it keys you in to start investigating those things and trying to find out what the issue is. Maybe it's a, it could be a training issue. It could be something as simple as, yeah, you know, the, the bay doors broke. And so now I've got to park three more stalls down. And so it takes us longer to get to the truck. And so you move from the spreadsheet to the stalls and you really start looking at the, the details of how we go about our business. Um, it's just a tool to help you get there right faster because otherwise you wouldn't know. And it probably, you know, I could, I could probably take a guess that it's not only the, the doing of the action, say turnout time, like make sure you get your gear on in 60 seconds and, you know, get to the truck. It's, the recording of said data accurately. Because if you have, like you said, garbage in and garbage out, if you don't have uh, accurately captured data, it's probably pretty hard or useless. It's less than useful. That is true. Yeah. It's less than <laughs> useful if you're not accurately reporting that data. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what, what, you know, tie us up here. What are we, uh, what else is there to talk about with data? Oh, there's there's all kinds of stuff. We we could go. <laughs> I know you said we that could go bananas. A three hour brief you could do. But. Um, just to kind of step through how this goes uh, in the FES IMS, there's a subsection called ad hoc. Within ad hoc is where you can query the database and pull all of that data out and, and it, in its raw form. And then from there, it, that's where my tool picks up. Because you, you export this data out of the FES IMS. Uh, I, ex, I export it into the Excel format just because it's easier for me to work with that way. Uh, from there, my data tool grabs a hold of it, brings it in, mashes it all together, and makes pretty charts and pretty graphs and pretty map overlays. And I take all that, that pretty informatics and i can use that to generate reports i can use that for trending i can use that for analysis i can use that for my community risk assessment supporting your accreditation efforts and all of it all that yeah all of it yeah and then some yeah justifying to the commander why you need a new apparatus or or firefighters or, or whatever the case may be. Or yeah. another station or a station that's right. moved or a stoplight in front of the station so that you can get out of the station and not have to deal with the cross traffic. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Right. I know how much those <laughs> cost. Those aren't cheap, but oh, yeah. they are doable. Well, I, um, I imagine there's going to be a few people out there that want to learn more. Where can they go to find out more? Uh, of your material, look at your tool and, and maybe get a hold of you. Uh, I will gladly send it out. Uh, and, and if you're buying and selling, uh, I will gladly visit and customize it to your agency. I've done that in the past already with a few other departments. Um, we'll put out, I have my, my Air Force SharePoint site, which we will include. Uh, they can also email me. I am on Global. Uh, christian.jacobs at us.af.mil. Awesome. Well, uh, Assistant Chief Christian Jacobs, thank you so much for joining us today. 
we look forward to chatting again. I'm sure I will reach out to you and get smarter many more times. So I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you for having me.